God, Ron, I have had it. You know, in the past six months, I have done everything a man can possibly do to meet a woman. Singles bars, blind dates, lecture series at the museum. I've even spent hours in the grocery store trying to look helpless in the produce department. Look, this happens sometimes. When you're on a really bad streak, you start to get desperate. Women can sense that. Mm. They can smell it. Smell it? Mm-hmm. And trust me, when a guy starts to get overeager, mm. you know, like complimenting you too much or laughing too hard at all your jokes, you just want to turn and run. And in my experience, the minute you stop looking, the perfect person falls right in your lap. And that's Roz from Fraser, and she's giving him therapy. Uh, she's just sensing that he's probably being a little overbearing or too eager in his attempt to find someone. And, you know, there's some truth to that. It, you, it's not the, If you really want to find a partner in your life, then you can't just sit on the couch and wait for someone to drop in your lap, as Roz says. However, if you, you, excuse me, you do need to go out and you do need to do the legwork, you do need to uh, either go to the dating sites or put out an all points bulletin to friend and fi- friends and family to find a partner. That's how I found mine, so don't laugh at that one. And you need to put in effort to find someone while you hold your dignity, while you don't feel desperate inside. You are, you are pursuing a wonderful goal. It's not that you're desperate or that your has-been goods and you're trying to, um, you know, find somebody who would be willing to be with you even though you're broken. You don't want to have that view of yourself. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and the show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. Your happiness should matter to one person, to you. And how do you achieve your own happiness? Well, it really depends on the way you think. It doesn't guarantee that you'll be successful in every endeavor you take, obviously. But the way you think really matters. And if you find that you just don't know how to think about a problem you're having with your kids or in a relationship... You need to figure out, you need to get the thinking skills. And that's what we talk about on my show, the rational basis of happiness. I'm, again, a clinical psychologist. You can pick up the phone and ask me any question you'd ask a counselor or a therapist. My number is toll-free, 1-877-DRKENNER. And my website's drkenner.com. And we have another website, selfishromance.com. How do you like that one? It's that's it's, As you heard, it's selfishromance.com, but we mean self-nurturing your life, self-valuing, cherishing your partner. What do we have at that website? Well, my co-author and I have written a book, The Selfish Path to Romance, How to Love with Passion and Reason. And uh, you can go to the website and take a look at the book. We've got a lot of advice on everything from how to make yourself lovable, how to find the right person, how to keep a romance going over many years, and how to part ways even if it's not working out in a way that minimizes the damage. But basically, we talk about sex and how to resolve conflict. We cover a lot. Again, that's at SelfishRomance.com. Uh, and and later on in the show, we will also be talking about relationships. How do you rebuild a relationship if you discover your partner's had an affair? You know, you sense something's not right in your marriage. Maybe your husband's going back to the gym. He's dressing better. He's wearing a new cologne when he goes to work. He's staying at work late. He's got all this overtime on the weekends, and you are tortured by self-doubts. Is he cheating on me? And of course, he says no. And you keep telling yourself he'd never cheat on me. Maybe it's just my imagination. I'm going crazy. Then you discover love letters or maybe some texts 
or a phone messages or perhaps a friend tells you that you saw your partner at a swanky restaurant hugging another woman? What happens when you discover an affair? Your world absolutely goes into temporary chaos. Notice I said temporary. You need to keep that perspective. You start asking yourself questions. Why did I trust him? What type of person is he? Am I no longer attractive? Am I no longer lovable? Oh my God, what if I end up alone? And you know, your mind is going to be flooded with emotions and you imagine your partner in the arms of a lover. How do you cope? Later in the show, I'll be talking with Dr. Tiffany Kistler, an expert on couple and family therapy and co-founder of the Psychological Center for Sexual Health in Rhode Island. Now here's an email from Linda who's dealing with kind of the same problem in reverse. Uh, She's the one who's had some wandering eyes. Hi, Dr. Kenner. I'm a 30-year-old woman, a nurse married to Frank for 10 years. We have three beautiful girls. I've never flirted with another guy or done anything inappropriate. I have never been interested. Now, that's pretty amazing for 10 years to not even have an attraction uh, with another guy. Uh, However, four months ago, I met Joe, a considerably older man. I've not been the same since. My attraction is much more than just physical. Never have I felt this way. It's a passion that's awoken inside of me, and it feels so unfair. On one hand, I can't continue to think about him. On the other hand, I don't want to stop thinking about him. I find myself fantasizing about what it would be like to be with him. He is married with four kids, and I would never do anything to break up his family. My husband has no idea of my attraction to Joe, but he has to know something's changed. I'm pulling away from him, being very distant. I have no interest in intimacy anymore. The worst part is that the more I pull away from my husband, the more affectionate and harder he tries. But I just can't. This is not something I can just stop. I wish I had never met Joe, so I wouldn't be going through this right now. Thank you for listening. Linda. Linda, what I think you've discovered with Joe is visibility. Something has happened in your relationship with this older man where you feel understood, cared for, cherished, and, you know, in a long-term relationship, you've been with your hubby for over a decade, and you have three girls, you know, that takes a toll on people if you don't know how to keep the love alive. Uh, In fact, you can get my book, The Selfish Path to Romance, if you want to know how to keep the love alive. But what do you do at this point? Because in a sense, you have emotionally betrayed your husband for four months, and he's been living in a nightmarish world. He's powerless, and he's, the more you distance him, the more he tries to pursue you, that is called the distancer-pursuer relationship. And you do have choices. And what you can do at this point is not just go by that wonderful passion, that emotion, but analyze your emotion and fit it into the full context. You have three girls. This other guy has four children. And you're living in a fantasy world with Joe. You haven't had sex with him. You haven't dealt with all of the kids under one roof. He, you... Uh, you're, it's easy to cocoon a relationship and to make it feel like it's the best relationship in the world, but it isn't the real thing. It's a potential, but it, that potential comes at a huge trade-off f- for you, and the trade-off is that it will do damage to your family. The consequences of having had this, let this uh, grow for four months will have a toll on your kids and your husband if you decide to leave. 
and they are your values too. So you need to figure out what to do at this point. It doesn't mean that you can't leave your marriage, but man, that is a life-changing decision and you want to put a lot of thought into it. So number one, I would be honest with your husband and let him know that the reason you've been pulling away is that you've had this attraction. Sometimes that reduces the attraction. It's respectful of yourself. You're not living two lives. Uh, um, Number two, let him know you haven't had sex with him. And then I would get professional help for yourself. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness, toll-free, 1-877-DRKENNER. Well, folks, if you're planning on going vacation, or maybe you're just looking for a new book to read, pick up The Selfish Path to Romance with Dr. Ellen Kenner and with Dr. Edward Locke. The book is so important for those who seek a healthy, loving relationship. Are you someone that always seems to choose the wrong person? Well, then you need to read this book. Or maybe you just want to improve your relationship, understanding what sex is good and why it's good. Perfect book for anyone making a change in a relationship. Maybe you're going to explore a dating service, learn how to avoid making bad romantic choices. Maybe you have a family member who's coming out of a difficult relationship. Why not get the book for them? Dr. Kenner explains why your need should be met and why it's so important for someone to be comfortable, love themselves before they can love another. Stop watching everyone else be happy. Chapter one is free online at drkenner.com. This could change your life. Stop settling. Start enjoying your life of romance and passion. The Selfish Path to Romance, available on Amazon right now.